Hello and welcome to week eight of NFL Game Picks. I'm Austin Ramos. That's Chris Wright. And uh, looking pretty swagged out today, Chris. What uh, what do you got to say? They love to count us out. And what did I say? I'm coming back firing. I'm going to have my best week yet. And what did I do? Had my best week yet so far. And the Bears, they won Monday night. Nobody wanted us. No one predicted we would win. No one thought we'd win in that fashion. And none of you guys who picked this game picked the Bears. Nobody besides me. So, great week, great week. <laughs> How'd you do uh, in terms of uh, wins and losses? Went 10-4, and four, best nice. week yet, 10-4. Nice. and four. Now, and where does that land you? Hey, I moved up. I moved up. I'm no longer in last. By technicality. <laughs> technicality. Thomas, our our friend from work, Thomas joined. Welcome, welcome to the league. Welcome to the worst league. record yet. Eight and ten. Eight and hundred. <laughs> eight and hundred. So so he joined before uh, after Thursday's game, and uh, on top of that, it just counted everything beforehand as a loss. So right now, he's what uh, eight, eight and eight and six. Eight and five because the, well, the Thursday night game didn't count. True. true. Yeah. So that's pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good bad. first week. Um, aside from that, myself, uh, I went ten and four as well. Not my best week yet, but one of the better weeks. Uh, I needed it, especially after going. Uh, what was it? Six and eight last week. Jeez. Yeah. Um, which puts me at sixty and forty-eight overall, uh, which is currently having me at fourth. Steve is going off. 67, 41, uh, 10 and 4 last week. Eddie, 9 and 5 last week. 66 and 42. Uh, Matt, 63, 45. Uh, 7 and 7 last week. Not a good week for Matt, but so 500. Uh, myself and Joey are tied 60, 48. Joey also had a 10 and 4 week. Uh, and then DJ. DJ, the, the, re- the reigning undefeated champ. I'm looking so good so far this season. What's up, DJ? Talk Cold to us. Cold weather, man. I yeah. don't know. Freeze, freezing his picks. Yeah, for real. Freezing them out. Uh, but he's still above 500. He is 59 and 49 and 8-6 uh, and six last week. Mark had probably his worst week yet. Went 6-8. and eight. It's probably because he picked the Steelers, honestly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, shout out to Mark. He went to the game, as did you. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he had a good time. I mean, that was a good game. Uh, if, you're, if you're a Steelers fan, you're like, man, like, couldn't have asked for a better game. You were probably staying within – uh, but, yeah, Marcus, 57-51. Then we have Chris, 56-52. No touchdowns in the second half is a, is a good game? No, in ter- like if, if you're a Steelers fan, you go to that game, you lose by less than a touchdown, you're like, yeah, we competed pretty well. You know, like if, if I was a Steelers fan and I was just like more of like an optimist than a pessimist, you know? I guess, yeah. Um, but but so. it, yeah. Hey, this week I'm going to try to bet kind of against Mark and DJ to try to – Go against them, uh-huh. so try to catch them in the standings, I think. So I'm definitely going to pay attention because I know both of them have their picks in so far. So I'm definitely going to take that into consideration while making my picks this week for sure. Chains on, gold glasses, hey, fedora. We We're back, baby. Long Dude, season. You should have seen them earlier. You had the, 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 the collar popped, all that good oh, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I come right with my Dolphins drip, but Chris is – Chris just took it to another level this week. Hey, it is a sick jacket. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> um, anyways, yeah, the Dolphins got a win. Uh, if you guys saw my post-game video, you can tell that I was, like, upset about winning. 
in the way that they did. I'm happy as hell with a win. I'll take a win any day, any time, any chance we can get. Uh, but at the end of the day, it was just an unsatisfactory. Uh, like it was an unsatisfying win. Like you, you, you thought the Dolphins could have done so much better. In case, in my case, uh, but besides that, tools back. He looked pretty good. Knocked off some rust, but then started to like not look so good. I think that was more so Pittsburgh adjusting and making things harder for him. But it is what it is. You know, it's that's the game that every every team plays. You know, make adjustments and make your team better. And within the game, within the game. So it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, hey, they are a win. Looks the same at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. They all no matter, look the same. No matter how, no matter how big. So, on to the next week, man. Yeah. You know, hopefully and they improve. Yeah, speaking of the next week, we have the first game of uh, this week, Thursday Night Football, Baltimore Ravens versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, uh, October 27th. The lines have shifted a lot since I yeah. initially made the graphic last night when I was making them. Uh, Baltimore was favored about two and a half. Now they're down to one. Um, and then on top of that, Monday line, Baltimore minus 125. Uh, over under setup forty five and a half. This uh, I don't know why the Lions move so much. I think it it should be moving more in Baltimore's favor with a lot of these like players like uh, Julio Jones and uh, Russell Gage. Well, Russell Gage is confirmed out, uh, and then Julio Jones is questionable, right? He's a game time game time decision, decision like, yeah. and, but likely out. I would yeah. say at this point. I mean, I think that factors into the line movement, honestly. For sure. Yeah. No. I mean. Literally, I mean, at our job, we, we work in sports and we, we handle, uh, like, gambling odds at work. And every time, like, something crazy happens, we were like, did the lines move? You know, like, uh, today, some some moves happen in terms of trades and starters will go over them when they get to around those yes. uh, affiliated teams. Um, surprise, you can go over it <laughs> when well, we talk about it. I'm saving it for this week's yeah. talk. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. Um, anyways, Baltimore, you know – Another close game. They ended up coming out on top on this one against the Browns last week. Tampa just – Mike Evans, got to catch some of those balls, man. Like, I don't want to put all the blame on one yeah, person. Even but, so, they would have lost. Yeah, on top of that, Brady just did not look good. He was underthrowing guys a lot. Like, you, how are you underthrowing five-yard routes? Like, you're throwing it into the ground. I don't know what he was doing. I get the pressures there. That being said, this Ravens team is in a lot better of a position than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So, I'm going to go Tampa uh, – Baltimore, uh, but at the end of the day, I will not be surprised if Tampa comes back out firing and, you know, Brady's just on one, you know, prime. Yeah. On top of that, just not doing good, so he just wants to prove everyone wrong. But if he does lose this game, is it over for Brady? I don't think it's necessarily over just based off of this division being bad. That too. And them being three and four and being in first place still. Still, yeah. <laughs> um, but – I don't know. I'm going to go with the Ravens. I I understand what you're saying. Normally, I would agree. I wouldn't bet against Tom Brady after getting basically their ass kicked, honestly, mm-hmm. to be fair, by a team that literally traded away all of their good players. And they traded away. Um, and their coach. <laughs> fired the, their coach. The The Panthers traded away Robbie Anderson and uh, Christian, Christian McCaffrey, McCaffrey fired uh, – Matt Rule. Matt Rule, and now Steve Wilkes is the interim head coach. But, like, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Exactly. Plus, like, DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson got traded, didn't he? And, and both of them have been in trade talks at least for this whole season. But irregardless, or regardless, I mean, I don't know. I just can't – I'm not confident in, in Tampa right now or in Tom Brady. I think there's a lot of outside distractions in Tom's life um, outside of football. 
not gonna get into not gonna get into that but uh i'm good i'm just more confident in in baltimore and with no antoine winfield back there they're gonna have a rough night going against lamar yeah i totally agree um on top of that i think this uh, ravens team is gonna capitalize on like the fact that like there's so many injuries so many things going wrong with this Tampa Bay buccaneers team uh i also included ravens running back gus edwards first touchdown score plus 370 uh 575 big return big uh big risk so just you know, if you do that one, you know, just throw a little bit in there and you get a nice little chunk change of return. Uh, possible, The possibility of it happening is pretty big just because Ravens are a, a run-heavy team. Uh, you know, they're especially is Duvernay and Bateman, how are they doing? Do you know about them? The whole – the whole, honestly, most of their offensive skill players are, are questionable right now. I was going to even mention Mark Andrews. Hopefully he plays because yeah, he's that's a huge a big factor. Asset. But, yeah, Bateman's questionable. Andrews, I know their left tackle is questionable as well, and and Gus Edwards, but they still have three decent running backs in Kenyon Drake, Mike Davis. I don't really know Justice Hill too well, but yeah, it kind of sucks. Uh, J.K. Dobbins going out already. Not nothing crazy, no season-ending stuff as of right now, but uh, it just sucks. Like he was, just came back, and yeah. now Gus Edwards finally gets come back, and now he's probably going to be thrown into the prominent role. So that's why I went with him on that. Yeah, and it'd be nice if he got if Lamar got some help because he's top five in running mm-hmm. in rushing yards right yeah. now, and he's a quarterback. So. <laughs> yeah. All right. So what does that make uh, of this next game? Man, two disappointments right here, honestly. <laughs> and uh, who we got? We got we we got Russ. Let's ride coming down the Denver Broncos. I almost said Nuggets. Denver <laughs> Broncos coming down to Jacksonville to play the Jags. Well, they're not They're not coming down to Jacksonville. Oh, actually, they're going across the pond, eh? Yes, sir. It's an early game. <laughs> so, I technically, forgot. Jaguars are home there, too. <laughs> they play there so much, too. They play at least almost one game yes. a year there. But, um, oh, I put Jacksonville. I think you have to go. <laughs> nice. I think you have to go with the Jags just – Based off what you said, they are very familiar being there. Um, and I don't think Russ is going to play in this game. So, especially if there's no Russell Wilson, even with him being awful this year. So, uh, it's a little bit tough. Like you said, two disappointing teams. Mm-hmm. Like, the Jaguars, you you don't really expect them to be good. But, like, you're kind of hopeful they are. Because, like, they're an entertaining team. They're young. You know, so, like, Jaguars are put as one of the more entertaining teams to watch because – at any given game, they can like just pop off for no reason. <laughs> like we saw, like the and like the early on in the season against yeah. the, the Chargers. Go ahead. I was gonna say you mentioned trades too. Big trade from the Jags. Mm-hmm. They just got rid of uh, James Robinson to the New York Jets, and uh, was it for a six round pick? Six round pick to Which, replace Brees Hall. Yeah, got hurt. Yeah, so uh, we'll touch on that with the Jets a little bit more, but. Yeah, Jacksonville got rid of him. That means Etienne is going to be the starting back uh, and, like, prominent back for them. Um, he's pretty that? good. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's pretty good. Uh, I'm, t- I'm stuck on this one because as much as I want to go with Jacksonville, I think they're the better team right now. And just overall, just they can they have a little bit more of a jive going to them. The, the Broncos just are a better team. And that's, like, the conundrum of, like, all right, this team has been doing better, but then this team is better. I think the Jags are much better. They've been in almost every game that they've played, honestly. Like, they've lost a lot of them, but they've been in all of them. They lost on the last play of the game last week. 
on yeah, the one yeah, yard line. Yeah, I know. That was absurd, man. Oh, um, my gosh. I forgot who it was, but he just couldn't get in the end zone. Um, uh, one of the wide receivers. It was a little bit of a bad pass. Like, you should probably have waited for him to get in the end zone. But, but at the hey, same time, would that pass have been there at the goal line? Probably not. You, and you got to, you know, trust your guy to hopefully make a play. But mm. they've been in every game. Like, they easily could – Honestly, be undefeated if you look at it. I yeah. don't think they've lost by more than a touchdown in any yeah. game. Right now, the spread is at two and a half for Jacksonville. Jacksonville is favored. Over under set at thir- uh, 39 and a half, which I think is pretty good chance to probably take the under. But you never know with Jacksonville because they can either score a lot or not score so much. Broncos, we've seen so far, they haven't been able to put a lot of points on the board. Um, yeah. And you, with you, Brett you convinced me. You convinced me. I'm going with the Jaguars. So is pretty much everyone in the league. Uh, in terms of yeah. our our, uh, our league with the with who's selecting, and uh, I also threw in the prop Jaguars quarterback Trevor Lawrence total passing touchdowns over one and a half plus one thirty nine. Uh, nice. Like you said last week, he couldn't get into the end zone when it was crucial. I think this week he's just coming out firing. Speaking from someone who's seen the Jaguars not in person perform in, in London, but at least seen them d- defeat my team in London. Yeah, uh, I, I, I know they can turn it on. Yeah, they beat the Dolphins last, last year. year in London. <laughs> uh, that was painful, painful to watch. Uh, next, we have the first game of the one o'clock window: Arizona Cardinals at Minnesota Vikings. Uh, Minnesota is favored. Minnesota has been pretty good on the tear right now. Um, they just come off a bye after beating the Dolphins the previous week. Cardinals off of a big Thursday night win after defeating uh, the the New Orleans Saints, and literally there was a close game until about two minutes left in the second quarter where they got two pick sixes not consecutively in terms of like plays but like they got two pick sixes on consecutive drives uh I mean the shot of Andy Dalton like looking away as uh he's flipping into the end zone for the second pick six was wild yeah. oh, first pick six my bad that's a crazy pick <laughs> yeah no yeah, yeah it's like probably shot of the year in terms of like you have one guy living his best life and then you have another guy just hating it you know um <laughs> That being said, I mean, this it's tough because the Cardinals just got back D-hop. The offense is going to look a lot better. Eno Benjamin played pretty good, but again, against a depleted Saints team. Uh, meanwhile, the Vikings, when they shouldn't have won the game at all against Miami Dolphins in terms of you look at the stats and everything, like you would think the, the Vikings got obliterated in that game. And then just the Dolphins, one, couldn't put up points, and then two, just couldn't stop Minnesota when it really mattered. Like they were able to stop them pretty much all game, and then like when it came down to the crucialest times, they, they weren't able to get the stops. I think Minnesota is one of those crazy teams this year. That's why I'm going with them. Uh, I think they're going to ride the wave and keep on going with uh, drippy Kirk Cousins. Man, I I was going to probably take Minnesota at home, especially because it's not a primetime game, so <laughs> you don't have to worry about Cousins sucking. But, you know, they're in my division. So, sorry, Thomas. We're glad you joined the league. Mm-hmm. Thomas is a is a Vikings fan, but I'm going to go against the Vikings. I'm going to take Arizona, especially since the people I'm chasing, a lot of them have taken Minnesota, and I, I think – Everyone that, so far has taken uh, Minnesota. Minnesota. Sorry, I think the Cardinals off. could win. I think Minnesota tends to play down to their opponents, and, and they let their opponents stay in games, especially lately this year. That defense isn't very good. The only thing is, is they might look great this week because the whole offensive line for the Cardinals is pretty banged up. Yes, Plus, that is true. They're a lot of the guys behind the starters are banged up as well. <laughs> and but 
you know, I think D-Hop just came back. Um, and I, I, Arizona's a pretty good team, and I'm, I, I think they have a good chance to win this on the road, honestly. Yeah. One thing that's going to be very interesting with the Cardinals coming up soon, uh, I don't know if you guys are or are not fans of, like, Hard Knocks and stuff like that with HBO, oh, yeah. but they're having the in-season coming out soon. Uh, I don't know the specifics, but I've seen, like, a trailer recently, and uh, the, it'll be cool. I can't wait to see that stuff because just getting any type of extra glimpse inside NFL is always awesome, no matter if it's your team or not, it's a team you may be interested or not. It's just something, like, last year with the Colts during the season was pretty cool. Uh, so seeing that with the Cardinals, that's going to be something to look forward to. Uh, I also have a prop for this game. Do you think it's a team or a player? I think it's a specifically Kyler Murray prop. No, Dang. at all. It's not even with the Cardinals. It's actually <laughs> with the Minnesota Vikings. I have Minnesota Vikings quarter one, three quarters, plus 305. Had to, you know? So that, I'm like, hey, I got I to gotta put that one on, you know? All uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but honestly, uh. I'm just more confident in the Minnesota Vikings being able to put up points at home. They have the better offense in terms of well-roundedness. And then uh, just defensively, I think they're just a notch above, but I wouldn't put one above the other necessarily right now. Uh, but, yeah, definitely the offense is better for Minnesota. What do you think? Dude, you've been here for, what, like 20 minutes and you haven't said a single He's word? He's been dead silent. Come on, bro. Dude, say something. All right, all right, all you right. Didn't, you didn't catch my joke? Dead silent? <laughs> <laughs> no, I went, went right over. Dang. Guess you can say it went through my school. Whoa. <laughs> uh, anyways, <laughs> we have the Carolina Panthers versus the Atlanta Falcons for an NFC South uh, divisional matchup. Uh, you know, Panthers coming off a big surprising win against uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And Huge. the Falcons have been quite the surprise this year. I wouldn't say super surprising. We always thought they were going to be kind of mediocre. Uh, but so far, I'm pretty surprised with how this Falcons team has been conducting themselves. They are favored in this game. Minus four and a half in terms of a spread. Minus 220 money line. Over under set at 41. Kind of surprised by the spread. Why, you think it would be a little bit? More in Atlanta or Carolina's favor? I think it'd be a little bit more, honestly, in Atlanta's favor. But I think it's good value there. I, I'm going to go with Atlanta at home. I think they are the better football team, especially like with everything that is going on in Carolina that we mentioned before. Um, you might even see more players off of the team. I said it last week. Christian McCaffrey might not be on the team. And what happened? What, the next day Christian McCaffrey was, was traded? Mm -hmm. So by this time next week, that, who knows? The whole staff might be gone, the whole team. <laughs> but So I'm going to take Atlanta at home. They, I don't know. Kyle Pitts has been bugging me. He's on my fantasy team. He's been a little bit disappointing. Um, he was very hyped. I took a chance on him. He's got, How early did you draft him? Uh Fourth, round. fifth Four. round, probably maybe. I don't know, maybe maybe like fifth or sixth, okay. I believe. But under two hundred yards, one one tud on the year. Not gonna cut he it. He had one touchdown last year. That's why I'm not so high on him. He's been stinky. Yeah. You get the stinky pits. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that was yeah. me this morning. <laughs> <laughs> but anywho, yeah. Hopefully he has a good game because it'd be nice to get some help from him in fantasy for sure. Yeah. Unfortunately, my dog, in terms of a fantasy standpoint and Kyle Pitts, 
I'm totally against you on that one in terms of uh, I have Falcons quarterback Marcus Mariota under half a touchdown, so he's not even going to throw a passing touchdown, uh, plus 172 because uh, the receivers are not so great, especially, you know, Colin Ridley. She, he's seeing these numbers on the screen. He's like, hey, licking his lips. He's trying to put some money on it, you know. Uh, <laughs> what week are we in? Eight? eight? He's suspended the whole season, I think. Who? Ridley. Oh, Ridley, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I was just looking at Mariota's stats. He's seven touchdowns, four interceptions. Yeah. So averaging a, a touchdown a game, literally. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm going with the I'm going with the Falcons. I think they are uh, way more conducted, like better team. Uh, and then on top of that, just like you mentioned, Carolina's having a fire show essentially right now. They said they're trying to keep DJ Moore as like one of those foundational pillars, all that good stuff. Uh, but you know. When you already move off a guy like McCaffrey, who you guys, they've been holding on to for a long time, you know, there's been trade talks about him almost every year, and they're like, no, we're not moving off of McCaffrey. The fact yeah. that they moved off of him, and now they're saying, oh, DJ Moore is a pillar, I get that. But at this point, if you're going to blow the thing up, just, just entirely just nuke it. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Were you surprised by by the McCaffrey trade? Because I kind of was. Yes and no. Like, I was, I was surprised how fast it happened. But in terms of, like, that it did happen, I wasn't because it was just like the writing's been on the wall for such a long time, and it's just like let's get this guy out of here while we can, because uh, what what do you want to do? You want to lose him in free agency down the line and like not get anything from him. Although I think the compensation wasn't as much as it should have been. And it, and by the way, he got traded like right after we recorded the pod. Chris was like, "Oh, we got to do an emergency pod." I'm like, "No, no, no, relax. We'll call, we'll talk about it next week." Uh, but yeah, I just think I think they could have gotten more. They could have at least gotten a one first rounder from for the for nah. him. No shot. They're, nobody's going to give up a first-rounder for an older running back, even even with as good as he is. But I thought they would have gotten more. Honestly, I thought they would have kept him. Like, that's literally the face of your organization. That's yeah. like trading KD. That's like trading Giannis. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, I was pretty shocked, honestly. Like, no matter what, that's the guy you could potentially rebuild around. And then, like, I don't know. I was, I was pretty sad to see him go, so, honestly. So the reason I think they just finally moved off of him, I mean, they were like, hey, it's been like about three years of this process that we've been like kind of in limbo, if not we're trying to rebuild. Like, it's it's been a weird spot. Yeah. And it's just like cap casualty and like on top of that, just like injury get, prone. Injury prone. Get something for him while, while you can because like uh, the, the lifespan of an NFL player in terms of career is uh, not long, especially for the running backs. Yep. So just – Get something out of him while you can, and that's how like a lot of owners and teams just look at it. But enough of that. Let's talk yes, about. Let's talk about who? Da bears. Da bears. Hey, dude. Yeah, we're partying like it's 1985. Dude. This guy's dying to bears win, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, left with the with the Halloween puns. We got our guy on the sticks here rocking the Bears. I'm going with the Bears. I think that was the best Bears game that I've seen in probably two years, three years. If not, maybe more, honestly. When's the last time we scored 34 points? I don't know. Against the Miami Dolphins, week eight overtime in Miami. There you have it, folks. But uh, I'm going to take them on the road. I'm not sold that Dak is back. I think – that could possibly be whack, but oh, dude. Oh, I'm Dr. Seuss right now. But You're feeling yourself way too much. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know how it is. <laughs> but anywho, um, 
the Cowboys have a lot of wins on board, on paper, yes. A lot of them are Cooper Rush wins, not Dak Prescott wins. Mm-hmm. Dak is clearly, I think QB clearly. <laughs> no, I think he's the better quarterback. Yeah, but of course. That being said, the Chicago Bears did just trade away Robert Quinn, which I know Roquan Smith was very upset, as well as other Chicago Bears, especially on defense, as me, were I was upset, especially that I had to cover this at work. So I was pretty upset because <laughs> we literally just came off of a win. We could potentially make the playoffs. As, as, a, as, as a wild card, I don't think you guys are going to win the division. Probably not. And probably not the wild card either. But why are we giving up in week eight? Yeah. We're not are, even. We're giving up in mix. week seven. We're not even making it to week eight. <laughs> yeah. This guy literally just – just tied our franchise record for sacks with 18 and a half, was considered one of uh, for a defensive player of the year, and we'd give him away for, what was it, a fifth-round pick, a sixth-round pick? Like, no idea. Come on, man. Um, I got to go against the grain here. Everybody seems to be going with the Cowboys so far. Hopefully this is another one that I went on. My Bears come in clutch. Uh, it's a 1 o'clock game in Dallas. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, it it uh, it's always fun going with your home team, like with your team, no matter what the circumstances Ran. are. <laughs> Ran over, bro. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, one thing I'm surprised is Matt is not even going with the Bears, and like Matt is like one of the biggest not cowboy haters, but like he's just like a cowboy trooper. Like he'll say it out as it is hey. with the Cowboys, and then Jump on top ship, of that, Matt. He, Jump ship. he he rides <laughs> the Bears like whenever he gets a chance. I'm surprised he actually is not going with them. Uh, me on the other hand, I am going with the Cowboys as well. Just because Cowboys, they're, they're doing a lot better. Their defense is probably, like, third overall in terms of just, like, uh, yards allowed and then uh, scoring allowed and stuff like that. Uh, spread is pretty pretty heavily in Dallas's favor. Nine and a half. It's pretty pretty well, steep. Micah Parsons might kill Justin Fields. There's, there's a pretty high chance. That's another thing I want to talk about. Justin Fields is getting destroyed out there. It seems like almost every play that he drops back and sits in the pocket, even, even times yeah. he gets out of the pocket, he's just getting annihilated. The one that he did fumble on Monday night, um, that it went out of bounds, so like they retained possession. It was just like get rid of the ball, man. Like it, I feel like there's some things that Justin Fields needs to work on for in order for me to go and be more confident with them going into a game like this, especially against a defense like the Dallas Cowboys, who have Micah Parsons, who's absolutely beast, to Marcus Lawrence, who's Another beast was going to just probably – both of them are going to sandwich him at some point in the game. I think it's going to happen. Did you see um, the sandwich uh, the other night? Yeah, yeah. It, pretty, was, pretty it, was, it was pretty brutal. Pretty, pretty um, brutal. And then on top of that, you know, the secondary, is he going to test Trayvon Diggs? I mean – Who? Mooney? He's I'm saying Fields. Is he going to test him? Is he going to uh, throw the ball his way? We'll see. Um, we'll see. With that being said, the defense for the Bears, young, hopeful, fast, athletic, uh, like – I like what I see out of the defense. High risk, high reward, definitely. Uh-huh. Uh, the biggest thing about the defense that I liked is just like they're just attacking the ball, you know, going after it and just not being scared of like whatever may come of it. And sometimes big plays are going to happen for you. Sometimes big plays are going to happen yep. for the other team. Like you said, high risk, high reward. But I do like what I'm seeing from the Chicago Bears team. Uh, defensively, mostly, offense needs to start getting there a little bit more. But I think last week we saw a big improvement from Justin mm-hmm. Fields. So I got to give him props there because I've uh, been riding him a little hard. I think they're going to win the third quarter in terms of scoring. That's why I have him here as a prop bet plus 220. 
How you feeling? No, I like I like that. Uh, coming out the half, coming out maybe, hot. Maybe maybe coming out of the half. Uh, we've been starting hot lately, mm-hmm. so maybe if the for- first quarter's out there and it looks decent, maybe gamble with that. Yeah. But maybe this is one that you might you might want to do like in see how the games go and make. Well, this is one. before the game. Live yeah. odds will change drastically. Uh, exactly. So this is just before the game, but yeah. You might you might want to see how the live odds change too. Keep your eye on it, but mm-hmm. you never know. Yeah. Because uh, I think the live odds had New England favored, and then it switched to you guys pretty much after the first quarter. So this is something to look out for people who either are gambling and setting it up and just Let set it and forget it. Yeah. yeah. Or if they're like doing live odds. Yeah. Uh, next, we have the Las Vegas Raiders versus New Orleans Saints. Ooh. Ooh. How you feeling? Another two disappointing teams. <laughs> this is just like Denver Jacksonville all over again. <laughs> Sorry, DJ. Shout out to DJ, but you know he picked. Oh, let what me do you think? let me check. What I hope think? he picked the Saints. What he do you picked think? the Saints. What do you think, dude? I don't know, man. I really don't know where to go. It's a fifty-fifty decision right now uh, between everyone that's picked so far. DJ picked Saints. Eddie picked Raiders. Mark picked Saints. Matt picked Raiders. Wow. Um, I'm gonna ride with Eddie and Matt. Especially Eddie. Eddie's been on fire, so I'll trust Eddie's picks. Uh, and uh, I was going to probably pick them regardless. Uh, I think the Saints, if they're not having James Winston in the lineup, it's going to be hard for them to get a win. Andy Dalton, yes, he does bring, like, a calming and, like, more, you know, controlled pace offensively and just, like, not so many risk in terms of uh, – aside from those two pick sixes, Andy Dalton played really good on Thursday night. Um, but those are the things that everyone's going to talk about, those two turnovers that were – Costly. You lost by a touchdown. Guess what? You threw two interceptions for 14 total points. That's We had three total. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He did yeah. throw three interceptions, but he had two pick sixes yeah. consecutively. So it's just win very many games with that. Yeah. I know. I, and I understand, like, one of them was, like, a tip ball. So you can't, like, fully blame him. But still, it's just putting the ball in that position in the first place. Uh, Raiders coming off a bye. Two and four. Just not looking good. But guess what? They're... <laughs> If we keep saying this, they're probably the best two and four team we've ever seen. Uh, uh, you I don't know. know anymore. I don't know. They just they they dealt away one of their D tackles this week in Hankins. The defense hasn't looked great. I'm gonna pick the Raiders just because of the people that have been picking the Saints. I'm chasing, so hopefully I can get a game in game hand, up game up on them. Uh, but I'm not confident in the pick. I think it's a toss up, honestly. Yeah. So. Now that you're saying that, um, spread is at one and a half for the Raiders. Really? Minus 125 money line. So, damn, they're a pick them. Over on their set, 49 and a half. I think the over could hit. I think both of these teams kind of, like, score and, like, don't play defense as much. <laughs> uh, winning margin, Las Vegas Raiders, seven to, nine, uh, seven to 12 points, plus 500. Ooh, I kind of like that. Yeah, because uh, I do think it's going to be a pretty high-scoring affair. I, I will probably go with the over if I was a betting man, and I'd probably really? take that, that prop bet I put in there. So, yeah. yeah, take a shot. Take a shot. Take a shot. Hey. Speaking of shots. Shots, 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 shots. We have the Miami Dolphins versus <laughs> the Detroit Lions. Um, Miami's favored, minus three and a half. Uh, money line, minus 190. Over on their set of 51. And uh, last time Miami Dolphins won in Detroit, not played, because when they last time they played in Detroit, um, Brent Grimes had one of the most 
craziest interceptions guarding Calvin Johnson was some like double his size. <laughs> Aside from that, Dolphins lost that game tragically. Um, but last time they won in Detroit, guess who was the head coach? Don Shula. No, no, a little bit. We're a little bit closer to my time. Who was the head coach? I don't know. It had to have been a long time ago, right? Uh, about 16 years ago. No idea. Who? He coaches for a prominent college. In Miami? No. Ah, tell me, tell me. <laughs> it was Nick Saban. Really? Yes. Wow. Dolphins uh, defense I combined. forgot about that. That's... For six sacks right. plus. There was three players with two uh, sacks each. Uh, so <laughs> kind of crazy defensive performance last time Dolphins won there. Wow. That being said, I think they're going to get another win there. Not even me just being a, you know, optimistic Dolphin fan. One thing I will say about this Detroit Lions team, young, like pretty similar to what I said about the, the, the Bears. Young, athletic, just <laughs> has speed, you know, gets after it. Mm-hmm. Um, they're a good team. They just have the worst luck I've ever seen of a football team ever. Right now, their record is 1-5. They could easily be 3-3, and, and what, 3-3, uh, three and three, you know? Uh, it's just sometimes... There, there. Uh, the first couple weeks, they were one of the highest scoring teams in the NFL. You know, and that's true. I get that, and it's very early on in the season to be like, oh, bloating about that. But like, you are what you what you do on the field. So, um, mm-hmm. Detroit's a good team. I think they're gonna give the Dolphins a good fight. Uh, I would not say it's gonna be so close, but at the same time, my prop bet for this game: winning margin, Miami Dolphins, seven to twelve points, plus four forty. Uh, if you're a Dolphins fan, just take that bet, have some fun with it. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Dolphins too on the road, and and what do you think? Like, are they just gonna stay up there since they're playing the Bears the following week? Uh, or will they, they come home? They just might, honestly, uh, just stay there, adjust to it. You know, <laughs> they might look like this because they're not prepared for how like chilly yeah, it's gonna they be. Might. They might you know? freeze their bones off. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, uh, they could because they're having back-to-back weeks uh, weeks in the in the in the middle mid east. So uh, could be, could be the case, Midwest, <laughs> mid east state, crazy place, east. crazy place to play. But anyways, <laughs> World Cup, <laughs> <laughs> not the Middle East. <laughs> anyways, yeah, uh, I think it is going to be high scoring, um, especially with Tua back. Hopefully, he's getting you know more and more back to normal. Um, I'm not liking him running the ball with his head <laughs> down, but scares me. Um, yeah, this team for the Lions, another team that I'm kind of disappointed by, especially after, you know, hard knocks and everybody falling in love with them and and, and rooting for them. Um, I would think the spread would be higher in the favor of the Dolphins. I think it would be closer to like six to seven and a half. Well, I remember they always give uh, three points to the home team. Right. So, but so it pretty much is that realistic if you think about it. So I would take that, honestly. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I'm going to take Miami. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, like I alluded to in the beginning, you know, Dolphins won. That was all good and dandy. But underwhelming game, uh, hoping that, you know, they could probably fulfill the prop bet that I put out there, you know, 7 to 12 points, you know, win by more than one possession. That would be great. Uh, but oh, it, I could care less. As long as Dolphins get a win, I'm happy, you know. Uh, but there are things to improve on. I get it. Tua's first game back since the concussions. Uh, on top of that, just – I think 
the whole moment kind of got to them a little bit. They were like, all right, it's prime time. Let's try to do something a little extra. A uh, lot of drop balls. I'm not necessarily blaming anyone. I'm not blaming the quarterback or the receiver. Just like execution just needs to be a little bit better. You know, that fourth and thir- uh, three play where Chase Edmonds runs through to the middle when he has a lot of open space to his left and he just decides to cut it back towards the middle. Don't know if that was either by design or whatnot, but it is what it is. You know, those are things you can look in a microscope with a win. Mm-hmm. Moving forward is, so what are you going to do about it? Staying within the AFC East, we have the New England Patriots at the New York Jets. New York Jets are the surprise team of the NFL season so far. Yeah, uh, for Five sure. and two. Uh, both New York teams, matter of fact, but we'll get to the other one later. But yeah, New York Jets five and two. New England Patriots just lost to the the Bears on prime time uh, Monday Night Football, and they're three and four currently. Quarterback controversy. How do you feel about that? Well, Mac Jones is gonna start. If you have two quarterbacks, you got none. Hey, that guy said that on HQ the other day, and I was like, that's a bar, bro. Yeah. Then that's so it's true. a common that's a common football thing. Yeah, yeah it's true. Yeah. I was like, it's a bar, but yeah. it's true. And and I agree. But that being said, I don't think they have two quarterbacks. I think Mac is their quarterback. Confirmed um, starter. He's the gonna start. Uh, they announced it today. Um, I really don't want to pick against the Patriots, but I think Bill Belichick will win one of the two games against the Jets. And it's funny because they play the Jets, then the Jets have a game, and then they play the Patriots again. So they, they play. They, they've had that recently a lot. Uh, uh, both of these teams. It, it, it kind of stinks because the Jets go Patriots, Bills, Patriots. That the Dolphins actually had their schedule like that against the Jets last year. Like they really? had uh, a games in in uh, New York or East Rutherford, New Jersey, wherever you want to say. Then uh, New Jersey. Between that and two weeks later, they had a game against the Jets at home. So it was just like couldn't really escape them because like the turnaround was like so like little, you know. I I mean. I don't know. That being said, I'm going to take the Jets at home for this game. Um, two players on Six defense. And two. Yes, and that's crazy. Two players on defense I want to mention before I'm done that I'm in love with. But I think it's going to take Mac a little bit more time to get back to fully normal. I didn't think he looked terrible. I texted you. I think he looked hurt still. Yeah. But, um that being said, the two players on defense, similar positions. Matthew Judon, I love. I think he is an animal. He's awesome. I think by far the runaway for defensive player of the year if it ended today, uh-huh. in my opinion. The other person who's been in talks on the Jets side of the ball, Kayvon Thibodeau, their draft pick, high draft pick. Well, that's for the Giants. Or uh, the Giants, I meant. So you mean uh, Sauce Gardner? Uh, Sauce Gardner, yeah. He's awesome. <laughs> He's awesome. And he's going to shut down. When he wore the, the cheese head? Yeah, dude. <laughs> Wild. Instantly liked him. So I don't know why I say Kayvon Thibodeau. Okay. I do love Kayvon Thibodeau, yeah. too, as well. Two New but York guys. Sauce Gardner, indeed, is phenomenal. And they have no wide receivers. So I think he's going to shut down wh- whoever Max trying to throw the ball to. All right. Uh, so you good on that? You think you're uh, confident with that? You want to stay with the Jets? Before yeah. I shut it down real quick. Why? All right. Go ahead. All right. Um, so the quarterback situation of the Patriots it makes me uncertain. Yes. That being said, Patriots, like you said, 
have one of the best defensive players in the league, Matthew Judon. Uh, on top of that, just their overall team defense, pretty good. Uh, better offense than the New York Jets now, especially with Brees Hall. The, could probably would have been offensive rookie of the year had he not gone down uh, and probably would have won me a fantasy league or two, you know. Yeah, uh, very unfortunate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I saw Joey posted a, a thing on Instagram today of someone made like a, a edit of like them dropping Brees Hall from like their lineup. And it was like, it was just like an emotional sad thing. It was I, I related to. I'm like, fuck, bro, like you're doing so good. Yeah. Um, and that's the main catalyst of that Jets offense. If this game has to be played with Zach Wilson winning the game for the Jets, I don't think it can happen. And it's not me being a hater with the Jets. It's just me being truthful. This team was having success off of a good defense, strong running game, and just a quarterback who could, you know. Get you a first down if you need to. Not necessarily be the playmaker to get you, you know, big throws down the field. Especially the receivers are unhappy over there. Well, uh, Elijah well. Moore, specifically. Yeah. Uh, but it's hard because this Jets team is looking a lot good. But they've also gotten lucky facing teams with quarterback issues, right? Um, I can tell you off the top of my hand, two games is Russell Wilson being out for the Denver Broncos last week. Miami Dolphins not having Tua. Teddy yeah. goes out early on. Browns, they're facing Jacoby Brissett. And then there was another team. Who they who they beat in this four-game streak? Steelers. Steelers. I mean, that's what? a whole quarterback situation. Yeah, yeah it's, it's trash. So, that being said, it's tough. But now, they're facing another team with a quarterback problem. Dak, um, not Dak. Mac looks a little bit still banged up like you alluded to. Mm-hmm. Zappy looked good in the first like two, three two, drives, three drives yeah. and then like just couldn't get it going. And then at that point, you already went to Zappy, so you couldn't go back to Mac. But I think they should have, and maybe it would have been a different game. But at the same time, it was just scuffed. It was just like once you brought him in, you, you can't turn back from that. As that being said, I'm staying with the Patriots. Go ahead. No, I'm just staying with the Patriots. I don't know, man. As far as like what you were saying about the run game, though, is like Michael Carter. Not a bad replacement, no. and James Robinson probably won't know a ton of the offense. He has some time to learn. I mean, if McCaffrey got in a few a good amount of yeah, time, he's gonna get he a good amount of time. He might get maybe fifteen touches max. I like plays. I might say fifteen snaps. Yeah, that's honestly. right. Fifteen <laughs> plays max, yeah. but which is a lot in a football game. Really, but for the next next week, I, th- I think it, I don't think it'll be as big of an yeah. issue as as you're, you you think it might be. Yeah, that is one of the biggest things about this Jets team. If James Robinson can produce for them. What? This Jets team. I like James Robinson. I, I, I love him. I, I think he's one of the better running backs in this league. I, I'm kind of upset what happened with him in Jacksonville. I don't understand it, honestly. Yeah. They're just trying to push the agenda of the of the young guys, which I don't blame them. But at the same time, it's just like you have a guy who got you 1,000 yards on a shitty team. Now the team's getting better around them. Let him, like. Try to get more yardage, but I don't know what Doug was doing there. But a lot of touchdowns <sighs> too for him. Tough, tough. Yep. But yeah, I'm going with the Patriots. I think overall Patriots are the better team, uh, but the Jets have been something of that I haven't seen of them in a really long time. Uh, also, prop bet for this game: Patriots wide receiver Tyquan uh, Thornton anytime touchdown plus two forty. Why not? Let's let, let's let it ride. What do you think, Chris? I don't love it. He only had one catch last week. He sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Straight up. Oh, and if he's the best wide receiver and Sauce is guarding him, game over. 
He's gonna. He's more than likely gonna be guarding uh, either Devontae Parker or Jacoby Myers. Devontae Parker had an awesome catch yeah. last week. Anyways, but what did he do after? Nothing. What did I tell couple, you? A couple catches, but what, nothing. But what did I tell you? Yeah. yeah. What did I tell you? He's good for one of one or two of those catches a year. I don't want to trash the guy because I liked him as a Dolphin, but it's just like he's uh, good for just, you guys. Yeah. All right. Uh, next game, you wanna you wanna take us there? Is is this an easy pick'em? The Pittsburgh Steelers going to the unbeaten, un untested. Now they've been tested a little bit. Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, city of Philly, man, what a time to be alive. So right now, Philly. probably shouldn't do a do a Drake quote since you know they're all about Meek and they had. Well, beef, they're boys but... now. They're boys again. Oh, okay. We're maybe back. maybe they're beef. We don't know. But Meek Mill came out on one of their last uh, primetime games. But hey, Philly. Ain't this what you've been waiting for? <laughs> uh, yeah, Philly is going off right now. Uh, Crazy. And both sports and basketball are doing pretty good, too. They're losing right now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, I just saw the dude. highlights. <laughs> Come on, Philly. Get it together. Anywho. Anywho uh, yeah, Philadelphia Eagles 5-0, 6-0. 6-0. They had the bye last week. Uh, so they're going to be fresh while they're facing a Pittsburgh Steelers team who just lost on primetime against the Miami Dolphins. Um, on top of that, not related to what we're talking about right now, but uh, the Philadelphia Phillies going to be in the World Series against the Houston Astros. Yep. Should be an interesting series. Philly, let's, so. let's real quick, let's talk about that because I think it's cool. Uh, the Phillies uh, have one of the best batting lineups <laughs> in all of baseball, obviously right now because there's only two teams left. Yep. But in terms of just like how they played in the playoffs right now, it's so good. And then, uh, you know, they're facing a pretty well-rounded uh, Astros team. So, real Astros. quick, who do you think got the winning? I don't know. I'm going Phillies because I just always go with the team that I think is the hottest. Uh-huh. But everybody's like, how can you say that when the Astros haven't lost? Astros have been to four out of the last six World Series and have only won two. I think they might take another L here. I would love to see Kyle Schwarber win another ring and although I hate on Bryce Harper a lot, he would really cement himself in history if, if he won this for Philly and yeah. and automatically Hall of Famer, right? Yeah. Right then and there. Put him in the books. Yeah. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. This Astros team has not like faced I wouldn't say they haven't faced anyone, but like they've just dominated everyone. I or like they haven't lost at all in the postseason. And so to lose four games when you haven't lost a single one so far, it's gonna be to tough. Say. Yeah. But I'm I'm with you. I think Philly's gonna be able to do it. And in football, too, I think we're both going to do it. Yes, sir. Uh, we're both going Philadelphia Eagles. Boom. Hey. Um, I also have the the kicker for the Pittsburgh Steelers, Chris Boswell. I was going to say, what is it Boswell's thing? Yeah. Over one and a half total made field goals, plus 114. Nice little gimme. I think, I think didn't Philly just make a trade for a, uh, a defensive player? Yeah, oh, Rokon Smith. <laughs> not Rokon Smith. <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been like him. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, Robert Quinn. Robert Quinn. Uh, so, but, I mean, yeah. just bolstering that defense who oh, yeah. already got a lot of work done this offseason. Looking really good so far this season. And now they're just adding an elite pass rusher. So, I think the sky is the moon for that defense. Not only is the pass rush going to be better, the secondary is going to be better. Um, 
and the linebacking core is also yeah. just the entire defense. He's not he's not gonna be able to get double teamed anymore. Yeah. So you're no. letting a guy that just nearly He's gonna it. get double teamed here and there, obviously, but Yeah, but uh, not yeah. he's all, he's getting double teamed to every play for the Bears almost. So, so what does this tell you about the Philadelphia Eagles? They're in win now mode. They they wanna win now. They have Jalen Hurts on a rookie contract, so they're spending money. Smart move. Does uh this uh look similar to you as it did in twenty seventeen? Pretty, pretty similar, uh, I would say Young so. Young QB. Young good QB. Good defense. Just you like know, a lot of the teams. Pretty decent offense all yeah. around them. A lot of teams we've seen, honestly, yeah. That's that. I think that's one of the biggest formulas in all of sports. If you have a young guy, you bring in experienced veterans who might cost you a little bit more. But you, especially if your team is rolling, you, you bring them in and try to, you know, just go for it, go for it all. Exactly. You know, you've seen teams like the Rams do it, but the Rams have done it really weird, where it's kind of the opposite of everything that I just alluded to. But they tried it that way. Couldn't yeah. win with golf, and they're like, "Let's get our legit quarterback." Yeah. yeah. So they kind of flipped the script on it. They traded for the older guy in terms of quarterback. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of team is was young, except for a few guys who were, were the cornerstones of that of that team having success. No, the the Eagles said, "Hey, Jalen Hurts, we're gonna give you a wide receiver. Defense was already pretty good. They got him a number better, one, yeah. and we're gonna see how it goes." Mm-hmm. And they started off six and zero. I do that. Did they think they were going to start off 6-0? Probably not. Um, it was a gamble, and now that they are, and now that they're in the lead of the division and the whole NFL, they both threw in the defense and saying, let's ride with it. Mm-hmm. Let's let's go for it. And that's what I was kind of hoping could potentially happen with the Bears this year. Didn't work out that <laughs> way. You know, Jalen Hurts clearly better than Justin Fields at this point. But, yeah. but hey, it worked out for them. Yeah, one thing I want to say is uh, as much as I'm enjoying this Eagles' success, someone's got to put them down before. Uh, and hopefully they don't make it undefeated this Super Bowl. If they make it undefeated this Super Bowl, the year the Dolphins celebrate their 50th uh, anniversary of the undefeated team, I'll be pretty upset. Yes, I know I wasn't alive for it to happen. I didn't witness it, whatever you want to say. But still something that is you know crazy that 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 has happened to the franchise that I like. I and know um, PFT, he he put a pretty decent-sized bet on it because there's really good odds for them to go on. I like mean, undefeated, look, remain yeah, undefeated? Yeah, if you look at the schedule, it's not that tough, honestly. Exactly, that's what it's... It's really not that I think tough so, for them. The Gi- I feel like the Giants might give them the biggest run for the money, but we'll see. Uh, anywho, let's move on because yeah. uh, not much to talk about on this game. Uh, we have the Tennessee Titans versus the Houston Texans. Uh, pfft, dumpster fire of a game. Yeah, I think we're all going to go with the Titans here, pretty much. They're the better team, uh, I think, by far. Mm -hmm. And uh, like I told you earlier, I think they're going to start going on a run. Um, Even though they've lost a lot of pieces, and I don't know, they haven't looked great. Mm -hmm. I think they're going to go on a little bit of a run, and I think Mike Vrabel is who I want Dan Campbell to be. (laughs) So, enough said. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're both going Tennessee here. Uh, Tennessee is favored barely, though, uh, even though they're on the road, minus 2, uh, minus 130 on the money line, over under at 40 and a half. Mm. Uh, highest scoring quarter, I have it at the third quarter, plus 460. Sure. Yeah, that's for that, yeah. I'm pretty sure the Texans are going to be wearing their red uniforms with their mm-hmm. red helmets, uh, really? in case anyone's interested in any type of swag uh, in terms of uh, what they wear on the field. But, uh, you know, 
as much as I said this is a dumpster fire game, got to allude to that Tennessee is four and two. They're doing, they're having success, uh, but it's very like quiet. You know? Uh they haven't looked great, honestly. There are one loss. One of their losses was to the Giants. And I'm trying to think of the other one. Was it to the Colts? To the best team in football, basically. Okay. Eagles, the Bills. The Bills. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, then they're doing a lot better but than what I'm expecting. they lost the first two and have won every game Four since. straight, yeah. So, like, as much as I just undermined how good they've done so far, it's just, like, it's been very quiet from them. Uh, this is a 4 o'clock game, by the way, so uh, those of you wondering. Did you guys see Did you see the renderings of the Tennessee Titans' uh, new pre- uh, proposed stadium? I saw the spoof that you showed. <laughs> oh, the top golf comparison? The top golf. Yeah, yeah it looked I, like a little top golf. Yeah, but, yeah, I saw it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it looks pretty cool. They're kind of going for, like, a design that's, like, not so much... Uh, Traditional? Yeah, like, like when you see a stadium, you know it's a stadium. Like, that, you, it looks like a normal building, you know? I kind of liked it, though. And then, I don't know, because I've been to a stadium like that. I went to the Charlotte Hornets Stadium, uh-huh. and it literally looks like any other building there. Uh-huh. And I kind of liked it because it was, like, hidden. Like, you, literally, we were kind of, like, had to, like, look for it, look for it. <laughs> And I, I kind of like that. I think it's yeah. cool. I, I think it makes it feel like it's more part of the city than just, like, this big thing just sticking out in the middle and it's super yeah. flashy. I liked it. Yeah. yeah. Like, I kind of get that vibe from, like, uh, I still call it the AAA, uh, where the Heat play. And because um, it's just, like, it gives that Miami feel. You know, like, I feel like you're that's what you're kind of alluding to for the Charlottes. Uh, yeah, I, it is what it is. And they're, they're putting it more in downtown, too, for uh, Nashville and stuff like that. So, should be interesting, but I like the location they were at before. Yeah, you know, it's right fun. on the river. It was a yeah, nice stadium. Right on the river walk, uh, right? Yeah. So it's like the only thing I guess I'm probably alluding to is just like it's like an older stadium at this point, almost over 20 years. But still, I mean, there's feels like, you know, Soldier Field and Lambeau yeah. Field that are almost over 100 years old, you know? Exactly. Um, <clears throat> anyways, let's move on to a little bit better of a game, more something that, you know, Perks up your ears a bit, you know, gets yeah. you a little more interested. We have the New York Giants versus Seattle Seahawks. Seattle's been more of a surprising team than people might have given them. And you can say the same thing for the New York Giants. New York is 6-1. and one. Uh, Seattle is 4-3. and three. Are you buying the Seahawks? No, I don't think I am, honestly. I love Pete Carroll. I think he's a great coach. But... I really want to go with the Seahawks at home again, trying to catch up yep. and make up uh, games on these guys. But I'm not really buying the Geno fandom, even though he has looked really, really good. I understand that. But so has Daniel Jones. And Brian Dable has this offense and defense fired up. And like I mentioned earlier, Kayvon Thibodeau, really good for mm-hmm. for first year. And he seems really, really intelligent about playing the game of football, and I like that. I'm going to go with the Giants on the road. Shout out to Boss Ross, our <laughs> guy from work. He's a Giants fan. So hopefully they win for Ross on the road. Big win in Seattle. Let's do it. Uh, I'm going to go with the home team on this one. I think as much as I want to say Seattle got lucky a little bit last week facing an, a hobbled Chargers team, uh, they also dealt with some injuries in that game. Uh, but – Oh, Offense man. is looking legit. Kenneth Walker now is going to take that spot of Brees Hall being probably Offensive Rookie of the Year because he's just going off. He's going on a tear. Um, on top of that, defensively, 
not the best defense out of Seattle. I mean, we've obviously seen better out of that out of that specific uh, team, but uh, with the Legion of Boom. But when you think about that that defense, they've just been able to kind of do things almost all around. They haven't been very good at one specific spot, but they also haven't been horrible. So they just found ways to mm-hmm. help this team get wins. And then on top of that, if the offense is clicking for uh, the Seattle Seahawks, then they're able to get it. Then you also got to factor in the 12th man. I I agree. It's hard to play in Seattle. Great mm-hmm. fans there. Great fans. Um, the two best players on the team are out. DK Metcalf, Jamal Adams. DK is confirmed out? I don't think so, but... I don't think it's confirmed, but like we we saw him go down, yet and we, you know, saw the fear in everybody's everyone in he Seattle's looked, eyes. Yeah, the one thing I must add to that is like he looked a little bit like not so concerned. You know, he was laughing, not laughing, but like kind of smiling. Did he get carted off? Though? He got carted off. He was, but he was he wasn't like, oh, man, like my. I think he's out at least like a game, probably. Maybe this game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, nah, he's like, he comes back next week, but then goes back the next game. Uh, yeah, if that's the case, I might switch it to the Giants just because they're a little bit hotter, obviously, 6-1. and one, You know, that's no nothing to sneeze at. Uh, but I do think double result has New York Giants first half, Seattle second half, plus 525. I mean, it doesn't mean that Seattle has to win the game. It just means they score more points in the second half than the Giants. But... Uh, yeah, I mean, it could be very close at the very end. And if that's the case, then it might go in Seattle's favor. Uh, but, you know, the Giants have been able to win close games and find themselves, yeah. you know, coming up clutch. But for the time being, I'll go with Seattle. Uh, home field, just like the way they've been playing. Uh, but aside from that, the Giants could all easily right. win this game. It's uh, it's For me, it's a toss-up, but I'll go with the home team on that one. All right, all right. Uh, Chris, you want to take us to uh, this next 425 game? Yeah, I like this game. I think this might be one of the games of the week, to be honest. Uh, very, very interesting divisional game here. You got the 49ers going to L.A. to play the Rams. Um, you're telling me you're going to give a week off to McVay, Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Donald, Stafford, Cooper Cup to prepare at home? Everybody else besides me and DJ are going Niners. We're going Rams. So if we lose, I stay on par with DJ on this one at least. But at home, man, I feel like you got to take the Rams. I do understand there's a lot of hype around the 49ers right now. Just got McCaffrey. Debo's awesome. But what's up, man? (laughs) I was making faces this whole time, I guess. I mean, I it, it's it's hard to go against what you're saying because like I do agree with you. I mean, coming off a bye, this team should be well rested. They they have haven't had the best of luck, you know, going three and three. Forty Niners have been a little bit more surprising, uh, even though their record is three and four. They the games they've won, it's been pretty impressive. The games they've lost has been pretty close to. I mean, you lost to like Denver ten to eleven. Like <laughs> lost to the Bears. What are you gonna do? Yeah. Lost to the Falcons too. Yeah. So. Three teams that aren't very, very good. And honestly. what are the teams they've won against? Seattle. Mm-hmm. They've already played the Rams, so this is and they beat the Rams, so this is a really, really important game for the Rams. Uh, the Panthers as well. So this is the first time they go back to LA since the NFC Championship of last year. Jimmy G is back in a quarterback because uh, Trey Lance is hurt. Yep. Yeah. 
And, uh, you know, this defense is a lot better than what people went into the year thinking it was going to be. Uh, the Niners? Yes. Uh, the Los Angeles Rams have been a little bit upsetting, especially as being defending Super Bowl champions. But I kind of expected that with the Rams. I feel like, you know, Super Bowl hangovers are really are a thing. And especially a team like the Rams that pretty much sold out to get one. It's more than likely inevitable, uh, inevitable to happen because you're just like, you lose guys like Odell Beckham in the Super Bowl. You lost Von Miller in the offseason. You know, a lot of guys just went and got paid by different teams just because they were just want part of a Super Bowl team. And they're like, ah, I want to bring yeah. that culture along. You lost Eric Wood. I know he wasn't a big piece, but he was definitely like a locker room guy. I think the the attitude needs to change in this Los Angeles Rams team for me to feel like I need to go. I can go with them a little bit more. So I will go with the 49ers just because they have that like mentality to them. And another type of double result in terms of, uh, what is it called for the prop? We have double result, Los Angeles Rams, first half, San Francisco 49ers, second half, plus 525. Just throw them out there. Yeah, not, not bad value there. Not bad. How do you feel about what I said about the, the Rams? Yeah, I mean, they definitely have – this is a very important game, like I mentioned. They have it's to prove game. that mm-hmm. they're going to be in it this year. Mm-hmm. If, I feel like – if they lose this, they're not out. Obviously, there's a lot more games to be played, but mm-hmm. you're going to have to contend with the Niners, I feel like, when it's all said yeah. and done. Because it's between them and the Cardinals. Seattle is relevant still. No, I mean, the, the, Seattle's on top of the division right now. Yeah, but I don't think they'll be there long, at yeah. the end of the year. Cardinals, we'll see. Took them this week. We'll see if they go to 500, but they, they need to win this game, in yeah. my opinion. I agree. I agree. The Rams do need to win this game, so – even though I am going with the 49ers, like I do think men, like mentally the, the Rams need to win this game. Uh, but I think this could be also one of those season-ending type of things for the 49ers if they end up losing this game. They made a big move trying to acquire uh, Christian McCaffrey. And uh, if that offense isn't doing good when they come out against the Rams, who coming off the bye, so you could catch them flat-footed early on and put up a lot of points early on, uh, which kind of goes against my double result. <laughs> it is what it is. Anywho, let's just keep it moving. We have, uh, I believe, the last 4 o'clock game. We have the Washington Commanders versus Indianapolis Colts. If you would have told me this game at the beginning of the year, it would have been a lot more entertaining. I would have agreed. This week, I'm not so much sure. Uh, Carson Wentz is currently on IR for the Washington Commanders, former Indianapolis Colt. Then uh, we have new Colts quarterback, now benched, because he's hurt and he's been sucking, even though he's like, fourth in like yardage <laughs> yeah a lot of end of game passing a lot yeah. of you know catch up play but yeah, yeah I, I agree uh, either way that would have been a lot more entertaining game but now we have Taylor Heineke and Sam Ellinger which uh, you know makes it very hard to pick this game it's, it, it could pretty much near be uh, a pick em. this game's trash I will <laughs> not be watching this game this game is awful um, I don't even want to talk about this game. I'm right. going to take the Commanders because I don't even know who Sam Ellinger is. He's I a do, but former quarterback for Texas. I do know who yeah. he is, but come on. He, who, what are we talking about here? Taylor Heineke versus Sam Ellinger? This game stinks. Move on to the next one. The next one's way better. All right, all right, but all right, no. all right. In all fairness, I don't think you could take a team after benching your starting quarterback the next week. Hard to – Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. After benching Matt Ryan, in all mm-hmm. seriousness, it'd be really hard to take him. I keep saying this. When is Chase Young coming back? Um, if at all this year, 
uh, hopefully he comes back. But Taylor Heineke has at least played. Yeah, so. he has experience. I mean, he did get a big win last week against the uh, Green Bay Packers. You know, what is up with the Packers? Well, before we get into speaking yeah. about them, I just want to say I'm going with the Washington uh, Commanders. I also threw in total second half touchdowns for both teams, total overall between like if one and one, if, they, if this is what happens, two total plus 195. Uh, not a big fan of that one, but I was the only one that I could really find a plus return on for you guys. And uh, yeah, the Commanders defeated the Green Bay Packers last week. And, uh, you know, this, the question arises for this next game, which the Green Bay Packers will be facing the Buffalo Bills Sunday night football. Packers dead. Are the Packers dead? So that's this guy. <laughs> what he thinks. Hey. Yeah, wake up. You gonna say something? What happened to Let us know about the Packers. Sleeping, dude? Wake up. Come on, man. What's up? What's up with you, bro? <laughs> Anywho, that's Joey, if you remember him from our last couple podcasts. Yeah, turned into a Bears and Heat fan overnight. Oh, man. Are the Packers dead? Yeah, I don't know about that. I'm definitely taking Buffalo at home, though. Packers okay. have had some seriously bad losses this year. Although, I don't think they're dead. Aaron Rodgers calling out players, not cool. Um, and all the stuff he said, I haven't listened to Aaron Rodgers Tuesday. I haven't listened to it yet, but I heard it's pretty harsh. I heard he's pretty much saying some people shouldn't even be on the field. Um, so that being said, I'm gonna take the Bills at home. They um, are favored, eleven and a half points, minus six hundred. This is the first time Aaron Rodgers has ever been a ten point underdog in his whole career. For real? Mm-hmm. Crazy. Um, it's tough, man, because like. You think going into this game, like, man, the Packers would be way more competitive, blah, 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 blah. Now, what? They're going into this game with three wins, four losses. It's just not a good look for this Green Bay Packers team, especially Aaron Rodgers. Um, in terms of the consensus pick, you guessed it. It's Buffalo. I mean, you can't blame them. They're going to be one of the top teams throughout the entire season. Uh, but, uh, you know, one of their, uh, their loss came from this team, so <laughs> what do I got to say about that? I feel like uh, the the joke you made about the Jets before we played them, I'm like, ah, but we beat the Dolphins. Yeah. You know, but, but we beat the Bills. <laughs> no, but honestly. Um, Take them. Yeah, I am. I'm, I'm taking the Bills. I think uh, they're going to be the better team in this game, especially with, like, how everything's been working out for the Green Bay Packers. They just haven't looked good. And, uh, you know, it's, it makes it hard to pick a team that's just <laughs> – <laughs> like looking flat every game, you know they they have the potential. It's just not doing good. That being said, Packers kicker Mason Crosby over one and a half total made field goals, plus one twenty. Offense is going to stall out a few times against the Bills, but they're going to be able to move the ball down the field. Trust me, after Aaron Rodgers, what he said this week uh, on the Pat McAfee show, he's definitely low key lit a fire under the, their players' butts. But at the same time, you know right now this Packers team should be way more ahead than what they are right now at three and four they should probably be five and two if anything uh, they this is probably going to be the worst year under matt lafleur that they only lost four games last year in mm-hmm. total they already have lost four this year it's i don't know i i gotta bet against green bay here and and hope as a divisional opponent that they lose honestly and what about next uh next game is 
is also a, a good game, I think. I think it's a better game than people think. Okay. Division rival, Cincy going to Cleveland. What day? On Monday. On Monday night. Monday night. Monday night. No, October 31st. It's, uh, <laughs> happy Halloween. Hey, Joey, say oh, happy yeah, Halloween. Oh, yeah, that is Halloween. <laughs> yeah, that is Halloween. I forgot about that, honestly. But, anywho... Yo, and they're both orange. That's yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Brady Quinn uh, mentioned that today, too. <laughs> oh. Well, I mentioned it on this podcast. Hey. But, anywho. Take control, I don't know. I, if the Cleveland Browns lose, that would be five in a row. It's kind of hard for me to to picture the Browns losing five, but I'm, I think it's going to happen. Everybody is taking the Bengals. I'd love to take the Browns at home, despite – traditionally being a brown hater in recent past but i'm going with the Bengals. i think it'll be a better game than you think though a little bit closer uh i do think it will be a lot closer than a lot of people think i am going with the Bengals. like you said a divisional game they're always going to be close uh literally that's why i have the winning margin for this prop bet at one to six total points of margin of victory um and i think that that could be the case because although uh, Cleveland is two and five. You know, Cincinnati hasn't looked very good, especially for a team that just came off of the Super Bowl. They're having a less of a Super Bowl uh, hangover than the Rams, even though they're just four and three. They're pretty much just about the same in terms of winning losses. They've looked a lot better throughout most of the games. They've been competitive. They've lost close games. You know, that's how things have gone for Cincinnati. But you know, it could be anyone's game. Uh, the Browns are a lot better than their record says. Uh, you know, probably like what I alluded to earlier, one of the best. Two and five teams, like I said about the the Raiders, the Raiders best two yeah. and four. Uh, but this uh, this Browns team is desperately waiting to see Deshaun Watson come back, and uh, you know they're only two weeks away from that. So I want to really see what this Browns team is made of once Deshaun Watson gets in there, and uh, they could be a dark horse to, you know, possibly make the playoffs. They just need to win a couple games. If they lose this week, it's gonna be very hard for them to do so. So you could consider this week uh, season already a wash for the Browns if they end up losing this game. But the crazier things have happened. Dolphins almost made the playoffs last year after going one and seven, you know. So things anything can happen. I agree. I agree. But that that being said, I think the Bengals won the last game of the week. And then there's two things uh, I wanted to mention. Dalton is expected to start. By the way, it's for the not Jameis. Okay. Yes. So, um, I'm actually trying to read it right now. Uh, it says to start Dal- Dalton, so okay. hopefully they're going to start him. Um, and then Zeke might be out against the Bears. So Yeah, I heard about that one. They still um, have Tony Pollard, yep. but they should be all right. Just final second Just... updates uh, for the games uh, this week. But that wraps it up. The, the only other two teams not playing this uh, week. Can you guess who they are, Chris, without looking anything up? Without looking, I'll give you hints. No, no, I got, I got you, I got you. Without looking, without looking. Let me think, let me think, let me think here. The Chiefs? Yeah, that's one of them. And man, the Chiefs and who? Let's see, let's see. Another West Coast team? Yes, a team we talked about a lot but never mentioned because they're not playing. Really? Yes. I talked about them a lot. I'm not sure who. Uh, take 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 a guess. Just say team real quick. Jeez, I don't know. We talked about so many teams. Uh, let's go <laughs> Chiefs and I don't know Raiders. 
No, we talked yeah, about the know. Raiders. Um, same division. So Chargers. Just, yeah, Chargers. I was about to say. Yeah, like, we did. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as you said, as soon as you're like, man. Yeah, I saw that. But <laughs> all right, all right. So two two decent teams, yeah. two good teams, not playing this week. Yes, sir. And uh, that's pretty much wraps it up for week eight. Any uh, closing little statements hey, you want to make? Hey, always, always. Shout out Steve. Appreciate everything you do. Check out NFLGamePicker.com where we make our picks. You can track our picks. You can click on the links. Check out our YouTube. All that good stuff right there. Shout out Steve. Shout out the Ravens. Hopefully <laughs> they win for you, buddy. Hey, that pretty much wraps it up for week eight. Uh, NFL Game Pickers got Chris dripped out. And myself included. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, but that pretty much wraps it up. Hope you guys enjoyed the video. Catch you guys in the next one. Peace.